The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but it is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before human beings, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Let your light shine before others so they can see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The first time these words really hit home for me was when I went to World Youth Day in Toronto back in 2002, I think. I was 18. Here, Pope John Paul II used this gospel as the theme. I can remember the rainy day, the long walk through the mud to the location where the Pope would land to say Mass. There was excitement as the Pope drove through the crowd, and I'm pretty sure he waved at me. I say that anyways. But then Mass began, and the rainy skies cleared, and the sun shone. The Pope then offered his message to us, spoken slowly and surely, as he was trying to elaborate an important message for the next generation, despite his failing health. He said, The world that you are inheriting is a world which desperately needs a new sense of fraternity in human solidarity. It is a world which needs to be touched and healed by the beauty and richness of God's love. It needs witnesses to that love. The world needs salt. It needs you to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. As I left that day, inspired by those words, I did my best to live by them. I even tried to use them to inspire young people in my career as a counselor. I encourage those young ones to find their inner strengths, their gifts, and to let that inner light shine so that the world could see it. But I realize now that I was missing something in Jesus' message here on the Mount. There's more to it than building yourself up, being self-confident. If that's all there is to it, then you're going to be constantly striving to keep that lamp lit in a dark world. It's overwhelming it would take a lot of gas. The important part here is that we do these things to give glory to our Father in heaven. When people tell you that you're amazing at something, that you're a friendly person, a great artist or musician, when they thank you for doing as Isaiah says, feeding them bread, giving them shelter, clothing them, and welcoming them, you got to say, praise God. God is the source of all good things. And when we share our talents, and when we see, when we complete these acts of mercy, we are letting his light shine for others to see, his light. When we humble ourselves in this way, God's gifts will return to us many, many, many times. 
Although we really shouldn't need a reward for doing good things, our God has actually built the universe in such a way that goodness builds upon goodness. He also attaches a wonderful reward to our acts of charity and mercy. And that's why Isaiah tells us, if we act in these good ways, our healing shall spring up quickly. The wound of our individual and collective faults that we all carry, it's sadly beyond our own healing. But God, in his goodness, has attached reparative value, a return for our good acts, so that in Christ we are healed. Even more, the whole world is healed through our small acts of helping others. But where is the church fit in all of this? Our community here at Good Shepherd and throughout the whole world? That's a good question, especially as we're welcoming our young ones today who are on the journey to grow closer to God in the Catholic faith. And it's a question that I turn to prayer and, the, and to the Augustine Institute for answers to. In Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he reminds us that we are the world's light, just like a city that's built on a hill. Jesus had Jerusalem in mind, an amazingly large city up on a hilltop that was so fantastic to see at night. But hey, we're called to something even greater, to be citizens of the new Jerusalem, the church that Jesus built as a community of the angels and saints in heaven with an outpost here on earth. It's hard work. And since its beginning in the first century, we've been constantly working hard to build it and to repair it. But there's still an attraction to the church for the same reason that our Jewish brothers and sisters were attracted to Jerusalem. On its highest hill, the temple, Zion, drew the Jewish people from far and wide because at that place, they could experience not just the highest things of earth, but the lowest realms of heaven. Like Jesus says in the last line of today's gospel, we are to attract others by our heavenly goodness and by the praise that we give to our heavenly Father. We are not to desire that others look up to us, but rather that they join us on that height which is the church, so that we might both look up together. So as we continue our day and we welcome these young ones and their families, let's give thanks to God for this community here on earth where we can work together to bring his salt and light to the world and draw ever nearer to the great plan that God has set in motion for us.